Hello? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Can you hear me pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah. Sounds good. Nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Another nuts week. <laughs> I was just... I was about to say that. <laughs> Dude, I've been, I've been watching, like, there's this guy, like, Nick Johnson. I've heard of him for a while, but he's on YouTube, and he goes around and shows, like, all the really bad parts of America. Like, dude, it, 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 they, like, it, this whole country is a facade that's supposed to look good, but it's just crumbling. Like, it, it, it has been – this isn't anything new. It has been for decades. It's been crumbling for decades, this – this powerhouse United States bullshit place. So, right. <laughs> heck yeah, that's the truth right there. Yeah, man. They they don't want dude. Like in in every video of this guy when he goes around, he interviews people, and they're like, "Oh, this state." Like he he was in Mississippi, and he's like, "Oh, Mississippi has millions of dollars to spend on it to make it better." They just the politicians want the money for themselves. So it's just oh man. Yeah. Sorry, I was sending the message to Dennis. Oh no, you're good, man. Yep. I think Yeah, we live in a this... we, I, we live in a facade country. Like th- then I watched this flo- this documentary called Florida Man, where it was all these people that used to be in the rat race and now they're just they're just beach bums. And they used to work all the jobs and make all the money and now they're happier and more peaceful as beach bums. So it's just like I'm I'm really finding some or like whatever's popping up in my YouTube queue is like really interesting, like provoke thought provoking shit. Cause it's just like, dude, like I know, but even I'm caught up in yeah. this whole I'm caught up in this whole foods game right now. This is ridiculous. I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of unnatural. You know, see that going- we're raised in suburbs and forced to be unnatural. That's the best way to put it. And we're forced oh, yeah. to do unnatural things like school and work and, and all this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. We've been hoaxed. It goes against our nature. I mean, yeah, we're not supposed to, we're not meant to be in buildings as much as we are, but we spend so much time in buildings. I know it's sick. Yeah, I think about it a lot. And so, and so, to not do the rat race, you have to basically be considered like crazy. So it's like, <laughs> right, yeah. but, the, but the rat race is crazy. Getting raises at jobs is crazy. This shit is—it's mm. it, all crazy. Heck yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, and but I have to mention that I do have a soundboard on my phone. I'm gonna try it out. Oh, nice. Yeah, here I got a couple. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good, dude. That that adds to crazy life stories. There we go. Yeah, that's funny, man. Did it sound pretty clear? Or oh, dude, it sounded perfect. Yeah, the bell. Okay. All right, cool. Here I'll, I got a couple ones. Yeah, like what's what's something that's like a thought, <laughs> thought like ding ding ding. That's funny, man. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I know, but why? I'm too scared to have a dumb job. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of dumb jobs, my freaking mom got fired after five years at the same company. Hardly ever late. Never. If she ever took a day off, it was like a paid vacation day. So, it wasn't really like a call off, technically. 
Man. It's, it's wild. Yeah. That's, so that's what. There's no, there's no loyalty. Yeah, people. This yeah, has exactly. Been, especially since COVID. Like, people just get laid off with because there's no loyalty at companies and they don't. But mm-hmm. like even at my job, they're cutting hours while it's during the holidays. It's like, how does this make any wow. sense? Oh yeah, I remember you talking about that last week. Yeah, it's too nuts, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what money is so <laughs> panhandling is the way to go, not go get a job. Like people have no clue. Dude. The people in Florida, I just saw how happy they were and they have no responsibilities and they Dude, like, I don't know. It's weird when you watch something that really, like, opens up your eyes even more. So, <laughs> Heck, yeah. There was another guy. Um, I think it's on YouTube. It's called Channel 5. Uh, there's this – here, I'll look it up real quick. There's this guy who does – he's been in L.A. doing interviews in the streets of San Francisco, and he's been walking around, like, Skid Row. And Wait, so are, you talking, are you talking about the soft underbelly guy? That's – Soft underbelly. <laughs> There's this guy, Soft Underbelly. That's it's like his. That's his channel name. And yeah, he I, maybe. Oh this... no the the channel name is called. I just found it. It's called Channel Five with Andrew Callaghan. Okay, well, there's just multiple people doing the same thing. Whatever, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. Check no, out. You should check out the Soft Under. He interviews all these people from Skid Row and fucking like like real punk rock people and like. Oh man, it's and like and like whores and transvestites, and fucking everything. Okay, soft white yeah. underbelly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, so oh, I was watching. That's what I was watching. The Channel Five guy, and he's there's a lot of people who are going into stores and just stealing stuff because if you steal under a thousand dollars, it's not a crime. You'll just they'll just slap you with a ticket in San Francisco. Dude, that is so nuts. Yeah, so there's a there's a bunch of people going to like all the Louis Vuitton stores and and you know all the all those types of stores. I don't I don't even know the names of them anymore. <laughs> no, no, I don't even care about stores anymore. Heck yeah. And so he was interviewing those people, and he was also interviewing the people who lived on the streets, and he talked about how um, the reason why the the crime has gone up so much is because uh, that's the Silicon Valley in, in California where like Google and Apple basically like they base out of in our country is all in that Silicon Valley. That's why it's called Silicon Valley. Cause all the, the, the computer chips are made with silicone, I think. And all the fake tits. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah. So he was uh, interviewing all these people and talking. So nobody, all the workers who worked at the Google and Apple, like all these huge buildings, all the workers from like the janitors to the, like the people who would park people's cars and, you know, all these people got fired during the scandemic because uh, all the employees started working at home. So you basically, you have cities in, in California that have these just ginormous empty buildings. And, and, then, and then you have the people. Hey, what's up, Dennis? Yeah, just talking about you. Google. And... Okay. Uh, yeah, so all the people that used to work at, at these companies in California at the Google buildings, like the janitors, they just basically got fired because COVID took their jobs. All the employees worked from home. And so a lot of those employees, they lived in like Japan, you know, because they got money. 
So they would live and have like their house would be in Japan or in like Tokyo or something. And they would just fly to California for a week and then and go to work and then go back home for X amount of time. So during the pandemic, that shut all those buildings down, all the janitors, all the people who parked the cars, like all the all the people on you could say on the bottom, you know, they all lost their jobs. And so they lost their jobs. And then it became the law where under a thousand dollars, you steal under a thousand dollars, they'll just slap your wrist and give you a ticket. So there's all this crime going on. There's all these homeless people who used to work at these big corporations. No longer. They all lost their jobs and there's nowhere else to go. Hmm. Yeah, they all do all kinds of scams like that. And the pretext is always they're trying to help people. Oh, you know, whatever scam is, they just want to cause mayhem and problems, right? People know they can steal under a thousand, then they're going to steal lots of stuff under a thousand. That's to make it easier on the poor people. You're right. They just want to cause problems, right? Heck yeah. And then they're, yeah, they give these people like fat, because you can get fentanyl. You can go to the hospital and get fentanyl. And uh, yeah, or they'll or they'll they'll take the merchandise that they they stole, and then go sell it and for drugs and the, yeah, <laughs> it's it's such it's so insane. Yeah. Hmm. So you guys just started the broadcast? Oh yeah, looks uh, about going on ten minutes, almost ten minutes now. Yeah. Okay. So you have your it's nine o'clock your time. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It's, well, it's ten o'clock my time. It's nine. <laughs> nine o'clock my time, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, eight o'clock here, so you're two hours ahead of me. You weren't sure of the time zone. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh wow. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, shoot, I forgot what uh, where I was trying to take that. <laughs> But yeah, all the people <laughs> in California. Oh, and then uh, my uncle was telling me that there's like thousands of, of refugees coming from like uh, from Mexico and like from from the borders. And he's like, they're they're living at the uh, police departments in in San Francisco. So you have the 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 people who weren't. I don't want to sound like prejudiced or anything. So there's you know like the people who weren't born here. Uh, coming in and they don't want to be here like they're living at the police department and hotels they're like we wouldn't want to be here we want to go back home but they're kind of like stuck i don't yeah i know that's going on in chicago too there's they're sleeping outside the police stations inside wow it's it's, it's really bad i know i just i just can't believe in a democratic system they want to just let all these people in it's I don't know, man. It's, yeah, these are really weird times. And I'm, I'm sure there's buildings in Chicago that, like, you know, owned by Google. There's probably like five, seven floors just completely empty with nobody working in them. Just like, you know, the buildings just rotting away, waste of uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in materials just to build the material. You know, keep the building empty and keep it locked up. Keep the security guards down at the bottom floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah, I hear you, man. I don't know. It's it's just like the world's deteriorating, and that's just what's going on. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, and my uncle came over for dinner because uh, in in my family, we liked uh, my mom's mom used to make beef noodles every Sunday. So I invited my uncle over, and he came over. He's like, we just bonded on not having children. We were like, gosh, glad we don't have kids. This world's going to hell in a handbasket. And it was. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I'm grateful I don't have kids either. It's, it's that would be too draining of a situation. It's just, yeah. Hold on to your butts. 
Yeah, man. No, because it's just, I mean, the cost of everything. And then your kid would want stuff. And if you had a shitty job, you couldn't afford it. It's, I, I don't know, man. That's, that's just, that's yeah. too out there. Well, even if that's you have like, out there. even if you have a quote unquote good job, like, like $20 an hour doesn't, you can't live off of $20 an hour by yourself. That's what my, my uncle was talking about that too. He said, if I even like got the hours that I wanted, cause his company also cut his hours down to 35 hours during the holidays, you know, perfect timing. He was like, yeah, if I lived on my own, I probably wouldn't be able to make it. Or if I did, I'd be struggling. Oh yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I was like, oh, geez. It's just, I, they're, they're really trying to weed out a certain amount of people that just can't afford anything. Because we're not, the poor is no use to the elites. So it's like, because we're no use to them, they just want to eliminate us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what's going, I mean, it's a harsh thing to see people just dying left and right, but it's, it's going to keep, it's going to keep happening. Like, that's why I'm just grateful I, I haven't gotten like really sick. I've got I've like nothing major. I'm just great. I'm grateful I have my That's health. Awesome. I, just like a lot of other Americans, I don't have enough money to live on, but at least I have my health. So <laughs> That's good. Heck yeah. But I'm going to be a beach bum one day. When, when, when my parents die, I'm not working anymore. I'm getting back on my disability and just, like, drifting around. Like, yeah. yeah. Heck, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what I have to look forward to when I won't have people at authority telling me what I have to do. Right. <laughs> Heck, yeah. And, yeah, Jasmine and I were talking about that last week where we just kind of want to get, a, get another trailer, an RV with an engine that we could drive around and – and travel, but then the whole, you know, when my mom lost the job, it was like, oh, fuck. It was like, maybe we need to stay here. Maybe there's a reason we get, ended up here. That's the idea. I was no, thinking I of getting a trailer yep. and just traveling, traveling around. Heck, yeah. That'd be awesome. It okay. would. I love the road. North Canada is interesting islands, you know, beyond the Northwest Territories. Yeah, near North Pole, there's all kinds of isolated islands. Could be interesting to take a ferry and a trailer and just go live around them, them, them somewhere. Heck yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> there's a guy on YouTube called, uh, um, I mean, he doesn't have a trailer or anything, but there's he does a channel called Camping with Steve, and he just he goes stealth camping in like the most like absurd spots like he'll take a u-haul truck and go camping in the middle of the city and he had like there was one there was one episode where he had like an entire living room in the back of this u-haul truck and he just went and parked it in the middle of the city and he stayed there for for a night that's awesome yeah it's cool it's like one of those humble little youtube channels where it's you know it's like all this chaos is going on in our world and he's you know just he's just camping out in random places just you know not, not a care in the world <laughs> right <laughs> it's so cool it makes me happy <laughs> yeah at least at least there's people out there still like that in a world full of really weirdo i don't know types these days Heck yeah. <laughs> and robots too many robots walking around yeah, there's a lot. Automatons. 
Well, they'll build little robots one day, right? I uh, heard they're going to make AI robots to fight wars and stuff. Mm-hmm. I heard that's what um, that's what I heard today. That Hawaii, the city in Hawaii, they started building robots where that place that got messed up by the fires, quote unquote fires it down Maui. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone I was out at a work party last night. And someone told me that in New York City, there's already, like, robot cops walking around. Yeah, right. Robocops? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Dude, they're, they're doing everything. Oh. These are the, that's why, I mean, these are going to be the weirdest times to be alive because we're not going to be used to what's going to be happening. So, Right. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> well, we we kind of are. Science fiction movies have prepared us, right? <laughs> Robocop. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. And that's the allegory, too. I want to have more allegory nights, but I it's just, it's either I need to pay money or the venue that I, you know, any venue that I want to have an allegorical movie night that's totally free, invite anybody in the community, open doors. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, we're not going to make enough money. That's it's, it's either I pay money. And I give my that amount of energy over to a venue, or it's oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, and then you got RoboCops walking around New York. It's <laughs> I don't even like oh gosh. Oh, I know, man. It's just it's just why is control? It's just we're just gonna control you. This is ridiculous. Heck yeah. Authority. I mean, only humans would come up with authority in the first place. <laughs> right. I wonder, the, I wonder what the etymology of authority is. You know, and then I looked up, uh, I looked up Middle East. I looked up, like, you know, just in a search engine, I looked up Middle East and there's like just chaos. Uh, German economy minister cancels Middle East trip for budget talks. <laughs> Uh, religious <laughs> revolution is underway in the Middle East. Uh, more than 500 Minnesota soldiers will deploy to the Middle East in the next few months. Pentagon confirms seven, seven, 74th attack on U.S. troops in the Middle East since October 17th. It's, it's literally just chaos. Literally chaos. And people say, "Oh, if we didn't have, oh, if we didn't have the government, it'd be chaos." Well, it's like, have you have you looked around lately? Like, because we have government this chaos. Yeah. Have you been living under a fucking rock? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Every every understand. month. Like, every month it gets more chaotic. <laughs> Man, jeez. There wasn't government. There wouldn't be need for the chaos. There wouldn't be all the need for secrecy, right? And building more weapons and surveillance and robots and stuff for the to save us from the enemies. So that's exactly because there's government. There's chaos. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I feel. Oh man, I feel like this is one of those episodes. Broken record episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, I know. What you're it's funny you say that. I was kind of thinking that too. I was just like talking about the same old shit. But it's like the world is a broken record. It's just like I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. That's like what, like, like every day you do like the same shit, anyways. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And Mark, and Mark, just like Mark Passio says, he's, you know, before he starts the presentation, he says, there's nothing new under the sun. You're not going to, you're not going to learn anything new here today. I mean, you might, if you, if you're asleep and like they live under a rock, but <laughs> you know, it's like, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing. Uh, what's the Beatles song? There's nothing you can do that can't be done. Ah, I'm brain farting on the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. There's nothing you could said that hasn't be that hasn't been said. It's easy. All you need is love. Yep, we got a world of hate. <laughs> yeah, still, my gosh, still, it's wild. Yeah, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. Nothing you can sing that can't be sung. Nothing you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. Learn how to play the game. It's easy. <laughs> that Illuminati trash. <laughs> Learn how to play the game. It's easy. Get the sauce. Paul McCartney's not dead. He just got the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, he's another guy. Paul McCartney's a fake guy. I know what all these idols are like fake people. It's ridiculous. Oh man. Yeah, that's the, the so the the next book, The Musical Truth, I talked about this last week that I started today. Started the book today because we just put up the new book review of uh, the meme, Freedom Through Memedom. That one's up, up on the YouTubes. Don't forget, Beagle Eye Visions has no commercials. <laughs> <laughs> no ads. No ads, yep. I'm not, <laughs> after taking this class, I'm not taking their money. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking proud of it. <laughs> Jewtube. Shout out to Jewtube. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. Here, this is uh, the epitome of uh, Jewtube right here. Shut your damn mouth. That's <laughs> what <laughs> YouTube and uh, Twitter and, you know, all that stuff. That's what they want us to do. Yeah. Oh, I think that, that episode, uh, I think the last episode was the 300th episode of Crazy Life Stories. So pretty. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's cool, man. There's a milestone. I never never thought I'd make 300 podcast episodes, but here we are. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Hell man, yeah. it's all good. You still haven't really ran out of stories either. <laughs> No, I, I do agree. I, we, should, we should get other people on here, too, like that George oh, yeah. Howard. The George Howard's awesome. His his one it keeps getting plays, too, because his story is so nuts. Um, yeah, he had some vitriol in there. He had some righteous yeah. anger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, I miss him. I hope he's doing good. Yeah. Oh, we should have uh, Lazy on or something. That'd be nuts. Like, yeah, we, for him, we'd have to. Uh, I mean, man, he works so much. <laughs> you know, like God, <laughs> I don't think he ever stops working. Man, <laughs> like I would have invited him to the New Year's thing, the Sugar Ray New Year's thing, but I think we're gonna end up staying here. Yeah, because yeah, just after the whole job thing, it was kind of it was a little scary. Like, well, actually, this is uh, something cool to talk about. So she got fired after being at the same company for five years, never being late, never taking a day off, never calling off and always showing up and outworking everybody. Um, but then, <laughs> uh, um, so 
one of their and Jasmine and Mom they work together. So Jasmine still works tomorrow, but she Mom's driving her because we don't have a car. So it's still like oh, these companies are just so stupid. I don't understand their thought process. But uh, um, so uh, one of their coworkers, uh, a coworker bought us like two hundred dollars worth of food. And really? dropped it, just randomly dropped it off. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, and it helped a lot. We're gonna eat the shit out of it. So the fridge is full. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. I love having a full fridge. Something to smile about. And then on top of that, uh, our so we were kind of running out of wood this last week, and Jasmine gets paid on Wednesdays. So we were kind of running out of wood and kerosene because I keep a kerosene heater because we sleep on a porch with a, a sunroom. It's got a shit ton of windows. It gets really cold. Uh, so um, the guy who usually we get wood from because we have a wood guy, <laughs> um, he dropped off a free load of wood. Wow. Yeah. And he was like, don't worry about it. I like mom told him the situation, I guess. And he was like, you guys have always taken care of me. So, you know, I was like, Okay, so we have wood and food now and heat. Nice. Heck yeah. It could be worse. Yeah, exactly. That's a beautiful thing. Hell yeah, it could be worse. I hear you. That's how I feel too. I mean, I don't have a lot, but what I have, I'm grateful for. So it's all good. (laughs) And it it always seems like no matter, you know, like whenever stuff gets down, stuff, things start getting really dark. It always seems like, uh, you know, there's, there, is a community as much as I bitch about that as much as I may bitch that we don't have one, there is kind of a community like there are human beings care. I think, I hope. (laughs) If you're human, didn't I hear George Soros died too recently? Is that true? George Soros? I heard George Soros died. Is that not true? Oh, a philanthropist. Um, hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. Maybe I was wrong. Hmm. Hmm. You said Soros, George Soros. Soros. Yeah, I thought her brother saw some ad or something. <laughs> Some article about him dying. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who is, who is he? Oh, satanic, dark occultist, probably a reptilian, according to George. He, I was gonna say, judging by by his headshot, he he looks kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny. You see those. You see, always see those people who have like billions and billions of dollars. They look like absolute creeps. Yeah, I, that, that's how Jeff Bezos of Amazon looks. He just looks like a creep. Yeah, he's one of the younger ones. He's like a young creep. He looks weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, billionaires are weird people, though. Yeah. I don't know. Bi- I think Biden, Trump, uh, all those guys. They're bizarre reptilian look at. I hate to sound like uh, that. Alex Jones, but they really do kind of look like reptilian, like alien type of, uh, you know, like. No, you're right. And I think I've had this conversation, especially about Trump. Who's another guy that looks like Trump? Like, no one. Yeah. Like, or, or Joe Biden, or Joe Biden. 
or Obama or any of these weirdos. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, man. I'm never going to like power. Like power is like, I just want to have fun with my life. I don't care about, I have to get power while I'm alive. Like this is ridiculous. Hell yeah. I mean, we're I just citizens. What's that? I don't know if it's true, but I heard the elite uh, have, have sex and have children all over the world, and they propagate this myth that people like Soros or whatever, or uh, Jeff Bezos, they work out of their basement and they create Amazon, but they actually have a bunch of help from the elite. They want to create that American dream story. Anybody can do it, but they're really supported by the elite. Yeah. You no, you're right. Yeah. I, no, I agree. I absolutely agree. <laughs> Part of the mind control. Keep your average American struggling. I can do it. I can become a Jeff Bezos. No, you won't. <laughs> and uh, what is it? Elon Musk has a similar story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Quote, unquote, came from nothing. Quote, unquote. Right. They're told, they're told the real history, and then they just play that American dream. Right. Yeah, that's what – Um. so to tie into the next book, the upcoming book review, it's uh, uh, the story about Jim Morrison. Oh, nice. He was supposed to be this, uh, you know, rebel anti-establishment type of guy, but even really his his dad's in the military. And that's kind of, you know, that's where a lot of these musicians who, you know, they write fantastic songs, but, you know, it could could contribute to the fact that they, you know, they a lot of their parents are in the military and they have all this money. So, of course, it's like, of course, they're going to sound good. They have access to like the most prestigious music studios in the entire fucking planet. It's <laughs> I know. Like, how could they be bad? Everybody, everybody came from nothing. No, no, you didn't. Like you had help <laughs> on the way. Like it's. Like, I'm so sick of this. You came from nothing. Bullshit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This whole book is about how uh, you know, like, there's all these, there's all these quote unquote rebels in the music industry, and about how they they came from nothing, but. In reality, yeah, they're like I said, their parents are part of the military, or they're uh, they're rich actors that like came here from England and they've done all these movies, or like you, you know, it's always you just follow the money, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just follow the money, whatever that means. I, I've tried yeah. to money for years, and I just get poorer and poorer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Right, exactly. Pray for 10 grand tonight. Just pray. It'll show yeah. up on the floor tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's so many. I mean, there's an insane amount. There's, uh, you know, like Snoop, there's Snoop Dogg. There's uh, a lot of rappers going into Tech 9, going into rap. There's the Beatles, actually. You know, didn't they? Isn't their story? They came from nothing. Oh, just uh, four young, poor lads from from liverpool you know they started off playing small shows and they they made it big <laughs> right sid, sid barrett of uh pink floyd started from same old same old story started from nothing rihanna there's kanye we talk about kanye a lot he supposedly came from nothing and his mom died coincidentally his mom because they're these illuminati people their mom their parents always die yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah. That, that one video with Kanye, he's like, he's like, in Hollywood, people just come up missing. <laughs> right, yeah, that's what the movie The Lost Boys is all about. Right. Um, oh, Mick Jagger. 
talks about Mick Jagger in this book, uh, Lady Gaga, that Laurel Canyon stuff. I think we were talking about that last week. We got into Laurel Canyon a little bit, if I remember. I think so, yeah. Uh, Keith Richards, Justin Bieber, Hannah Montana, Mariah Carey, Marilyn Manson, they all came from nothing, quote-unquote, came from nothing, all these people. Made it big overnight, despite all the odds. (laughs) You know? And the rest of us try art and we get one like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and Marilyn Manson's out there like spitting blood on people and putting his 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 uh, his, his private parts in underage girls' faces and getting away with it. And uh, yeah, he's uh, famous. He's got all this money. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you know what? I'd love to get in the ring with Marilyn Manson. Let's go. <laughs> Marilyn, me and Marilyn Manson. Let's get in the let's get oh, in the yeah. ring, bitch. <laughs> God, love to go toe to toe with that guy. Uh, Frank Zappa, he's another one. Uh, his that's his story is interesting. His parents, uh, his dad, Frank Zappa's dad, was a uh, a chemical engineer during like the World War Two or World War One. Yeah, but his oh, came from nothing. Came from nothing. He didn't. He didn't come from the military. His dad was not in the military at all. He came from nothing. Frank Zappa came from nothing. He was poor and made it against made it against all the odds. All the odds. <laughs> Elvis, product of the military. Same story. Uh, came from nothing. Dude, the list is like, gosh, I'm just looking, reading through this book right now. It's just funny how many you're listing. You know, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, um, man. You gotta get big. Eminem. Eminem, there's another one. He's all over Fortnite. He's all over video games right now. Eminem came from nothing. Came from nothing in Detroit. Now he has millions of dollars. Dr. Dre, same thing. Used to sell Coke and now he's in Hollywood. I'm thinking thinking of Jay-Z. Jay-Z used to sell crack and now he has millions of dollars. Like, really? (laughs) We're We're supposed to just believe all this? Charles Manson, here's another one. Came from nothing. How did he come from nothing? And then all of a sudden he had an entire fucking ranch, Spawn Ranch, you know? He had that huge property. <laughs> oh, and since we're going down that road, Jeffrey Epstein came from nothing. He started shaking hands with Trump and hanging out with the, the, the Baldwins and hanging out with uh, the Clintons. And all of a sudden he had his own island. How? How? I agree, man. Like, it doesn't make any and, sense. And like, nobody asks these kind of questions. They're just like, this is what went on. This is what went on. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, Beyonce, Bill Gates. Gosh, there's so many. Bill hates. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> that, that's what <laughs> I thought. Yeah. There's so many, man. And well, then there's trails in the air, and then you're going to have to deal with it. It's like, who the fuck are you? And, and this is what I meant by follow the money if you you know if you look at dr dre who who found who quote unquote found dr dre i think it was like dj Pooh or something like that you follow the money where did he come from oh he came from nothing he's uh made it against all the odds you know these people who are who are recording all these artists they have the same exact story right uh um i was trying to think of some people who like produced music uh uh, there's Rick Rubin. I don't know about his story exactly, but <laughs> I need oh, more research on him. <laughs> I 
Oh, whatever. Anyone that thinks you have to get somewhere with your art is, is crazy. That's super ego oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Oh, Sting, Sting's, <laughs> Sting's one of them, you know, made it, against the all, uh, made it against all the odds, and then he started recording people. Sting is crazy. Oh, I was, yeah. We went for photographs for him once, and, like, I got an album signed first, and then my buddy gave me, like, a piece of paper, and Sting goes, I'm not signing that bloody piece of paper. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he, was was like him. he was like mad <laughs> oh rick ross r kelly all these guys that used to sell drugs and now they're big in hollywood selling out sold out shows Nicki minaj notorious big r.i.p uh, prince oh same story same old story how could i forget prince uh-huh. came from nothing really you know Rick Ross, Rihanna, R. Kelly. I think I said R. Kelly. <laughs> uh, yep, Paul McCartney. He's a sir now. You know, Snoop Dogg. He start. He you know he used to sell drugs on the streets, and now he's recording people, and he's got his own record label. <laughs> <laughs> it must be just a coincidence, you know. All these people, they they really just make it against the odds. It's just a coincidence that. And there's no other way. Russell Brand. He's, that's a good one there. Whatever, he, was a mail, he was a mail carrier before he got big. He had some money. Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I think that's about the end. Simon Cowell. <laughs> oh, he made it against the odds for sure. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I think Roman Polanski, he makes films. He's like another one of those, made it against all the odds and blah, blah, blah. It's it's like, how could you even say it's a fucking coincidence anymore? Yeah, it's like coincidence, coincidences feel like they don't even exist anymore. I don't know. Heck yeah. It's really weird, man. It's weird out there. I, I just, I've never seen anything like this either right now, what everyone's going through. I it's real weird out there. Yeah, these are crazy times. And I can't believe I'm saying that after the scandemic, right? Because we <laughs> that's what we used to say. Dude, I remember so many people back during the plan. Like when we, it was in the thick of it, like as soon as it hit and every time I would like go to somebody's house for a dinner or something like that, people would, everybody, these are strange times, man. These are crazy times. Yeah, they are though. It's like... I mean, I mean, just the uh, going from that to to now, it's like, did it get worse? Did it get better? Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you guys right. think? Did it, man, are are these even crazier times? Like, it's like times are still strange. It's it's just strange. There's no like in between. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like people are still not back to before COVID times. They're still fucked up from all this shit it's just mm-hmm. it's just yeah and i it's i feel like it's really like man staying sane is it's like tough dude <laughs> well i just feel like there's like no way like i feel like in these times like 
everything's like a temporary solution. Like even me, like yeah, I have this apartment for X amount, like eight or nine more months, and then most of my disability money is gonna run out. So then, what do I do? I, I get a year of freedom. Shit. I'm gonna have to move back in with my parents. I mean, that's just fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm not saying that's for sure what's gonna happen. I'm just saying, right? I, it's crossed my mind that. It would have been way smarter because my buddy Noah was like, well, you should have taken your disability money and put a down payment on a place for yourself. And I'm like, damn, you're right. I can't believe my parents didn't even think of this just to throw me in a box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's right. Crap. But I'm just saying, like, everything's like – like, I'm not saying I know what to do or for the permanent solution, but I'm just saying, like – I feel like a lot of people are in like temporary solutions right now because it's not going to be forever. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know, like I, I've said it on here before. I, I might decide to just go be a drifter again and say, fuck all this. Keep up with bills and fucking this. Right. Say, fuck it. Like I've done it before and I survived. Yeah. You might mm -hmm. get your phone robbed or whatever, but you just buy a new phone, whatever. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, all lifestyles have good and bad. It's whatever, but I'm just like, I mean, I don't think one down. I'm thinking with the down payment thing. Like, where are you? How could you afford to live in Elmhurst at Whole Foods, even well, if you I did get a down payment? You know, it's like shit. It's, it's like, dude, my I think my mom got this house for like twenty thousand dollars. Uh, the house across the street just went up for sale. It's up for sale for like. 40 to 50,000. I think it was $52,000 and it's just right across the street. And I'm like, holy shit. Like like how does that price change go up in 3 years? Oh, it's it's crazy, dude. The, the the price of a place to live. I mean, even my place that I'm in right now, this isn't worth fourteen hundred a month. It's an old, it's an old apartment. It's fucking old. It's in good shape. I'm not saying that. It's fucking old. Oh, the down payment was twenty. The whole price is ninety. What is it across the street? It's like probably a hundred and twenty. That's a lot of money. Just for a roof over your head and, and, yeah. stability, and stability. A roof over your head and stability. I know I've, I've been questioning my whole life. Is it worth it? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, it makes me sad because I kind of remember growing up and I would, you know, I would go do yard work for a neighbor and the the person who lived there would be like a you know some old retired lady, and then she would I would I used to hear stories about how she, like she would tell me my husband built this whole house with his bare hands, and you know it's like you used to hear stories like that. You'd never hear that nowadays. It's you never like hear oh this house is built with my husband's bare hands. You know it's like we don't have that anymore. Oh, no, dude. People don't even want to work anymore. We've gone from yeah. a country where everybody was willing to work, even if they didn't yeah. love their job, like even if they didn't love their job, everyone was willing, to a country where like nobody wants to work and nobody pays anything. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gosh, that's so wild. I mean, what a change of pace from 
going where, where it used to be even people that hated working and knew it was a scam back then, like they would still go to their jobs. Now mm-hmm. people refuse to even apply for shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so different now. Heck yeah. And I, oh man, I just, I, I hate to be like, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I keep thinking about that. The YouTube channel I was talking to you about earlier. It's, uh, yeah, oh no, dude, I understand. I understand. The, the the dude that I watched too, the, the Nick Johnson guy, he he. I saw Alabama, Louisiana. I mean, these these places, there's just fucking boarded up houses. All it's just it's hopeless. Yeah, but I've seen I've seen most of this country, and it's like hopeless right now. Like it's hopeless. Like. Right. Abandoned, abandoned drug addicts are living in a. Or I'm sorry, drug addicts are living in abandoned buildings. I mean, it, it's all the shits going on that people don't want going on. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's an abandoned building that you know somebody maybe built it with their bare hands and they probably got kicked out. Yeah, and now, and now that now that history, and, right? And now that history doesn't mean shit because it's just an abandoned house or building that. Yeah. Like, it's that we weirdo addicts have like smashed the glass and mm-hmm. broken into, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's what like the thing with the smart cities. It's like they're a, a lot of companies just they don't they don't rent out buildings. It almost seems like they just tear down the entire build. Like there was uh, right down the road this year, a new car lot opened up. They demolished the building and built an entirely new building. It's like a uh, a Gates car lot, and there's and then there's another one right across the street. <laughs> and and, and uh, there's another place here in Mishawaka, uh, Northern Indiana. It's called the Hundred Center. There used it used to be a brewery, and then it was like a, a shopping center in the '90s. And then it was like a, it was a there was a movie theater at the shopping center, and and now it's it's all mostly it's all abandoned. And, yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of our country is abandoned. That's that's what I feel yeah. like people don't even. I feel like a lot of people are still oblivious to it. Like they they don't know that there's a lot of states in this country where there's just land with like nobody barely living there, like or a bunch yeah. of pop super poverty people in like one household or like. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's you know it's it's just like 1984 the you know the book we always mention. How, uh, uh, oh, I brain farted. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) That's not professional. (laughs) The other Chicago Chicago artist that that wasn't professional, that you you should have edited that out. (laughs) These idiots. Right, right. Whatever, man. They think I'm nuts. I think they're nuts. It's mutual. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So the quote, it's like the quote, who controls the past controls the future. And it's like they're, they're, these are the beginning steps of them controlling the past. Like it, in my eyes, they're kind of like wiping away history and rebuilding all these new buildings. All we have all these, you know, like what we were talking about earlier with Silicon Valley, they have all these Google buildings that are empty because all the employees, they still work from their house. And right. so, so they don't have to pay money for transportation. The company doesn't have to pay money. You know, like it's, it's just, it's creating this insane thing where it's like, we're, we are literally watching our past being wiped away right in front of our eyes. And once there's no more history like this, there's no more rich history in our, in the world. It's like, what is, 
what's the future going to look like if we forget our roots, you know? Wow, man, that is a really good point that you're bringing up because, and again, this is another thing that not enough people are talking about. You're right. Our, our, our past history is being wiped away. It's like, it's like a computer and like resetting it and like having everything just wiped off. Like it's just, mm-hmm. man. It's like, it's like if, we, if we destroy the building that they had the, uh, the concentration camps in, uh, how are we kind of going to, where's our empirical evidence that we know for a fact that it exists? You know, there's like, like no, no museum that you can go visit and like get a lesson. It's just, it's, it's words on a screen, you know, just like how our money is nowadays. It's just, we could, sure, we could look it up on a website, but if we don't have that <laughs> evidence, you know, how do we know it, it happened? Cause they, can say, they can say it, so it didn't happen. They could say it's just, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Uh, what, what concentration camps? What are you talking about? Wow. Yeah, that's I wonder if the elites are doing that on purpose. They're wiping out past history so then they can just call you negative names and stuff. Wow. Yeah, they throw that throw that label on you and then then you're everybody discredits you. you go, oh, he's just a crazy conspiracy theorist talking about World War II again, you know, like <laughs> Man. And then, and you know, and again to reference 1984, they they are in a state of perpetual war, and you know the human race is not learning from history. We seemingly we are in a state of perpetual war. I mean, there's a war in San Francisco with the homeless people and and and, and the and the drug addictions and and all that stuff with the people coming over the wall and the borders and the, we can't control all that. And then there's a war in the Middle East. It's that's what we are in now. There, it seems like there's a state of perpetual war. Yeah, and then, and then add Ukraine and Russia to all that too. It's just, <laughs> and and then there's another thing like, so there's a state of perpetual war, and nobody knows who the enemy is in that book. Dude, it, it's almost like what I hear you saying. <laughs> no, it's almost like Henry. What I hear you saying is like, it like World War Three is gradually happening. You know, like yeah, wars starting places and because look it was like fucking russia and ukraine all over the news now it's israel and all that shit it's oh man it's just yeah it's like all this chaos it was hawaii it was that that one too yeah that one kind of traumatic event and then to the next traumatic event the now from hawaii to the middle east to the fucking fentanyl on the streets in california you know it's like everybody forgot about hawaii and now it's the Middle East and soldiers are getting ready to get sent over across the pond again. I'd say we've always been in a world war. It's always the controllers of the world, the elites, the government against mm-hmm. the masses, against the public, right? That's the, that, that's a world war that's always been going on. And what they call World War One, World War Two, is just small, you know, skirmishes, outward skirmishes of that. Right. General. I love that. Exactly. Wow. Some good insight right there. That's great insight. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what Mark passed you. You know, I, gosh, it, I almost feel obsessive with how much I've been watching his presentations, but there's so much knowledge. And it's and what he says is that we, we are in a spiritual war, and he's been saying it for, for years. 
Yeah, he's got the he's got the answer. Like sovereignty, your own individuality, or as far as as long as you're following natural law, you don't need man's laws. That's just there to just lead you astray. Exactly. God's law yeah, it doesn't need to be enforced. God will take care of that through karma, through life experiences. So you know, man's laws are redundant, or or mostly they're just immoral. They shouldn't exist anyway. They, they don't need to exist anyway. So it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Nailed Societies, it. communities, people uh, tend to be self-organizing if they're left alone. But if bullies called government come in and tell you what to do all the time, people can't together, freely get together in their community, community, their friends or whatever, and they form their little their little society with their uniqueness. But as long as they're following natural law, the rest is just agreements, right? Just voluntary agreements. Yeah. Huh. Government. Just, people can be self self you know regulating self. Uh, governing self uh, assembling and, and creating units to, to interact with others it's not mm-hmm. it's always being dictated by governments the their alive their violence it's not voluntary agreements and it's just it just causes more breaking of natural law and brings us to the point right now yeah heck yeah nailed it sorry i heard i think i hear my dog walking around i'll be back <laughs> So, yeah, Mark Passel's got the right understanding, I think, but uh, yeah, just don't get the whole world to do it. There's nothing realistic. Right. Because we've been conditioned this way for so long, people don't know how to be independent, free, and just have some basic morality that just about anybody can agree on and be free or otherwise. Truer words never spoken. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, sounds close to hell. <laughs> that's what that, that's what it feels like. We live in this world. Looks, feels like hell most days. <laughs> Surrounded by people who are asleep and refuse to wake up, no matter what they thrown in their they, face. <laughs> but they say they're smarter than the people that are woke. It's just like wow, like. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's pointing the finger. Nobody's yep. looking in the mirror. Oh no! Looking in the mirror. If if you can't even admit when you spill glass at Whole Foods, there's no way they could look in the mirror at themselves. Right, man. I, that just blows my mind. Gosh. Oh, it's so, not their fault. They didn't do it. They didn't. Right. Do it. <laughs> Retail. Retail's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice soundboard. We got a soundboard. Oh, yeah. Eat shit other podcasts. We got a soundboard now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan doesn't even have a soundboard. No, you don't hear any. Oh, clapping. Come on. I think I know what a JPEG is. I just want a picture of a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, King of the Hill's the shit. Yeah, I love King of the Hill. Oh, that's man. That's the American great. dream right there. Yeah, Hank Hill. <laughs> living in a cartoon. I just said living in a cartoon is the American dream. Wow. <laughs> that's that's nuts. That is nuts. <laughs> that is very nuts. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Shoot. I hear you, man. So do you work Which... tomorrow? Yeah, I don't work till one thirty, so I can sleep in tomorrow. It's all good. Nice, God, I love those days. I do too, man. Hell yeah! 
That's exclusively I like why I love working like food because I I love clothes. I'll like because people, uh, you know, people don't like to work in this generation already. So then they so they especially don't like closing the store, especially if they <laughs> close the store on fucking Friday or Saturday. So I'm like, dude, I love closing the store. I'll close this bitch by myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I like closing better than opening for sure. Yeah, I I forgot where I was going with that. That's all good, man. Man, I even drink coffee before I do this show, and I'm like, I still brain fart so much. It's just, man, there's just uh, too much. To, I don't know, there's too much to think about these days. I, heck yeah, I feel like every time I leave my apartment, I'm coming back up the stairs because I forgot like one thing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm only in my 40s, and my brain, my brain farts so much. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, I, I do that a lot too. Well, I mean, we also smoke. I mean, we smoke a lot of cannabis between me and you. <laughs> that doesn't help. Like, oh, I forgot my keys. Oh, shit, I got to turn the TV off. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, yeah, so it's, ah, uh, I'm, like, still torn. I'm, like, I know I need to upgrade my computer, maybe do some better <sighs> do some better content somehow, but then it's like I really just Dude, want it's to go just to work hard. Like, like I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything to be discouraging, but making right. really good content is just fucking hard. Like mm-hmm. it's just because you think you have something good, and then it, no one cares. I don't. It's just nuts. Yeah. And I'm, oh gosh, I'm always like, you know, I, I'm sure you can relate, Matt, because. I, we we were talking about YouTube earlier. It's like you watch another YouTuber's channel, and they have millions of views, but they also literally have like a team. And like they'll stop the video and ask somebody behind the camera, be like, "Hey, you know, like they have a a team." They I know, man. Somebody who that, edits. They have. That's been that's know, been my that's been a hard thing. I mean, I found some editors over the years, but. It's, yeah, it's they hard. Have, they have somebody who edits, somebody who does the thumbnail, somebody who does the audio, somebody who does gets the guests on, somebody who does the you know the schedule of what all the episodes are going to be for the season. Uh, right. You know, like I know, and when, when you don't have those people, it just seems too overwhelming to accomplish. Yeah. I it all the more respect to Mark. I mean. <laughs> And and Brandon and everybody on the One Great Work Network. I mean, seriously, everybody on that website, all the content creators. Yeah, to have to have that kind of dedication Heck to, yeah. to to a thing that a lot of people are going to tell you you're crazy and you're wrong, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's good dedication to, to a tough like a tough thing to deal with. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and Brandon was talking about that because we're me and Brandon are on the same uh, gaming like. We have a vo- uh, a server on this on this gaming app called Discord. So I was I was talking to him earlier, and he was uh, he said he posted video gaming on his seed channel because the seed is like that's all the educational stuff. And he said he was getting like cussed out by total strangers because how could you play video games when there's so much suffering going on? You know, and I. Well- I I told him the story. I was like, well, Mark Passio, after he did, you know, like nine months of preparation for this, for one presentation, uh, he said during class that he just vegetated and sat and played a wrestling video game all Sunday to like, you know, to decompress. 
Right. So I was, I was like, dude, you know, they're, those guys are Nazis. You know, they're, he Brandon called them video game Nazis. I was like, you're right. They are video game Nazis. Like, yeah. Man. Because that's yeah, what we it's do. Like, it's, what's so crazy about those kind of people? It's like Brandon just trying to spread the truth out there. Like, yeah. He's not, he's they, not doing anything bad. And, and they, they probably know, haven't. They probably haven't even done a podcast. They probably, you know, they they probably don't. These even people, I don't know. There's just, I know, I, but my my argument with these people that are so sure that nothing is going on and the government could never screw us over, what? How are they so sure? Like that's what I don't like. The non woke people, basically, what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just like, how are they so sure that their opinion is so rock hard solid? Like. I don't know. That's too nuts right. for me. Those people are too nuts for me to deal with. Because, but you know what? Eventually, I, I you know, I the older generation will die off, and a lot of those, a <laughs> lot of those, dark. like, yeah, it is dark. But you know, we just gotta tell them. We just gotta tell them. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what they always say to us. Right. Yeah. They always conspiracy come- theorists. that's awesome man but that's the thing they'll never say it to your face because if they did it'd be (laughs) at least least for me i don't know about you if somebody said that shit to my face i'm like like i would start getting angry you know like what what have you done i know like what are these people that are like harping on brandon like what have they done to help suffering people like man yeah like you know minor threat right yeah that minor threat it's uh uh i'm trying to find the lyrics no minor threat's good i i love that term too like because like most of us are just minor threats to cops anyways like yeah yeah we're (laughs) minor threat yeah we're just a minor threat (laughs) <laughs> we're, still, we're still in the underground, you know. That's why I always say. I know I've been, I've been in the underground for twenty. I'm, I'm the king of the underground. <laughs> That's a great song, actually. Our classmates were talking about. Uh, there's a hip hop group called Living Legends, and they have a song called uh, um, "King of the Underground." And it's so really. Cool. It's such a good song, dude. Hell yeah! You gotta you gotta send that to me when you're not smoking weed. Ah. <laughs> I gotcha. Oh, I don't care. I'm never gonna stop. I just bought a huge ounce of this killer from my one of my friends, dude. I don't care, man. Like I gave up everything else. I'm not stopping weed. I don't care if it makes me a little forgetful. So what? Oh, that's what it. Uh, so oh, minor threat. Actually, that's a whole nother. Uh, another artist, quote unquote, came from nothing. But Ian McKay, the singer, his parents are in the military. Wow, what a coincidence! <laughs> yeah, soccer at this point. Maynard, Maynard from Tool went to the military at yeah. eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So I, I believe his parents came. Yeah, came from the military. Yeah, that's an interesting point you make about all these people. I don't know, man. I can't find the lyrics, dang it. 
You watched the Jones Plantation, did you there, Henry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck, yeah. Because you put, a, I think you put a like on my Right Farm Repairable Publishing, where I have the Jones Plantation, didn't you? Yep. Yes, I did. Heck, yeah. I, I did a little write-up, too, because I, I just watched cool. it a couple days ago. Cool. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Pretty good. Did you? I'm, I'm doing Jan, John Lamb Lash's Mandela Effect to decode it as well. Did you see that on my site? Notice it? Um, I saw it pop up on my phone because of the Substack app. Right. But I need to check it. Is that a movie, The Mandela Effect? No, it's uh, John Lamb Lash. He goes through uh, talks. They were used to be on YouTube, but they're on oh. archive.org now. So, like, I, I'm doing, I'm, I'm posting his MP3 uh, audio, but I'm translating it into, to, so you can read it. Similar to like Mark Passo, what I'm doing with that site. You can read it as he speaks. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. I'm putting them up there one day, one at a time every day. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. There's a pretty interesting decode of the Mandela effect. He says it's the Aeon Sophia sending us a message. And if you can, you know, hear the truth in what he's saying, like you're you're one who you're awake, you're you're getting the message, the secret paranormal message. But the masses of the their world, they don't. She, she apparently does can't can't inter, interfere with the divine experiment to that degree. So the people who can wake up, she's assisting. The rest will stay asleep. <clears throat> Wow. Dang. That uh uh one of our classmates was kind of kind of dropping some knowledge like that on me <laughs> in the in the private chats. Oh really? Like what? It's kinda uh synchronistic. Um uh let's see. Um so he sent me Albert Pike's Morals and Dogma. I still need to Still need to look that, that um, up. Michael or whatever. Yeah. Yep. He yeah, said he talked uh, to me for a while. I, he read my book apparently, or he, he talked to me for a while, but he's not really talking with me anymore. So, not mm-hmm. sure what his problem is. But he's what is he saying to you? Oh, um, actually, here. So, yeah, I guess this isn't really like it's not personal or anything. Um, he, these are his words. He says the research is impeccable, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. So you find out for yourself uh, what Albert Pike was trying to tell us: why all symbols of different faiths are eternally the same, including ancient Egypt and Greek and more. Um, his uh, his book has a death warning. I'll attach it. The biblical the biblical signs are happening now. And uh, we were kind of talking about that earlier. And it's from the galactic alignment in December 2012 to the blood moons of 2014 and 2015. And uh, to Jupiter in the womb of Virgo for nine months in 2017. Hmm. He sent me a really long message. (laughs) It was really deep. But uh, very intriguing. Yeah, he was talking to me about Manly P. Hall. He really likes him. He thinks he's got a lot of good insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he There's sent of- me one of uh, Manly P. Hall's books, and I, I was talking about it when I, I listened to the audiobook a couple times before we did one of these episodes on Crazy Life Stories. Right. Yeah. Oh, I found, so I found the lyrics. Uh, the song is In My Eyes. Great freaking punk rock song. Um uh, you tell me that nothing matters. 
you're just fucking scared. You tell me that I'm better. You just hate yourself. You tell me that you like her. You you just wish you did. You tell me that I make no difference. Well, at least I'm fucking trying. What the fuck have you done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, um, that, that, that's like right to the point, man. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> no, and it's always people. There's, there's always going to be a large percentage of people that all they do is criticize what other people are doing. It's just because they don't, mm. they're not proactive or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Or it's that uh, the the crabs in the barrel analogy that I always talk that I mentioned on the show before is that they uh, they see you you know working your ass off trying to get to the top trying to get out of the barrel and as soon as you get to the top of the barrel they just kind of want to knock you back down and you know right it's wild but in reality here in reality for those people. <laughs> that's good heck yeah yeah like i i just man i just i mean i know how the internet is but when brandon told me that i was like really like gosh and i it's it's baffling that people act like that it really is especially when you have no history between each other and it's just like yeah, they just—they just come off like that. I don't know. Oh, strange! And the like the some of the book reviews on on uh, to swing it to Dennis. The, some of the book reviews on the Amazon website of his book. I was like Jesus Christ, these people are savages. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind if they give me a bad review. It's like uh, as long as you know they either love it or hate it. So that's a good book because it's, it's stirring their emotions somehow, right? Right. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, they either they love it or they really see what I'm trying to do, or they hate it. But either way, it's uh, I'm stirring their emotions one how somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? You get them angry at least. Maybe you're, maybe you're getting them thinking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Sometimes anger has to come before thought process. That's true. Heck yeah. <laughs> Woo wee. All right, shoot. Should we wrap well, it up? We're like, yeah, it's fine. It's it's we're at a, we're at an hour ten right now, so um, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty Jasmine, good. Jasmine was up? uh Jasmine was missing you. She was saying, "Man, was, uh, she was like, I wish we could just hang out all in the same room. You know, it's just so much fun doing that. And I yeah, agree. The man. episodes come out better, you know, all around." Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I I I feel like every time I go somewhere and do a podcast there, people really love. Like I did one in Kenosha with some people I know, and then like did one in Tucson when I was out there, and then like did came to South Bend, and you know, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, that's where I, that's where I envision this podcast going in the future is just more traveling, and and that's why I was like upset with my parents as older generation thinking people because I wanted to take some of my disability money and like travel and interview people. I That's what I wanted to do right. with the money. But it's always nope, you got to conform and grow up. And <laughs> I love that. And you know, so to plug the YouTube channel I was talking about earlier, Channel 5, that guy started out as uh, he would just go to different music festivals and it literally interview people. And he would just, he would interview people with an open mind 
he wouldn't be like extremely judgmental of them. He would, he would just ask them, you know, simple questions like, and it was, it was, it's awesome. Andrew Callahan, he's a, he's a great journalist. And All right, well, yeah, I'll check him out. Or Callaghan, I think. Oh, my, sorry, the dog's whining. Let me go open this door. I'll talk to him. No, and I just want to say to uh, my short story book, Drifter Diaries, I revised it and took out. Unfortunately, some of the YouTube links don't work anymore, so I had to take those out. And But I did find a couple that do work and put those in. So I'm going to put that back on Amazon shortly. Yeah. Um, for 99 cents it's a cheap it's 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 less than 100 pages it's a, a short read you know people that have checked it out already like it so that's cool so i don't know i'll i'll put it back up there for sale so it's the proper version okay <laughs> so what if for those because i already bought it so would i have to just re-download it or give you another dollar i mean it's just a dollar i don't give a shit because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see them youtube videos Oh yeah, heck yeah! Or I guess you could you could always just send me the channel. I could send you the YouTube videos. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I could do that. And um, before we go, uh, you mentioned you wanted me to send a song to you. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, crap! I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Wait, was it the Minor Threat song? No, it was something else. No, no, no. Damn it, what were you saying? Fuck, short-term <laughs> short memory sucks. Crap. No, you were talking about this song because I brought I brought up... Oh, it was it was the Living Legends. No, no, no I remember yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that song, The King of the Underground, because I, I was making a joke that I'm the king of the underground, so... <laughs> It better be Living Legends. Uh, that's what you said, anyway. No, it's, it, that's crazy that I, for a minute, like, we, I literally didn't remember what you said, and then now this life is too much. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm searching it up right now. Um, Hell yeah, Living Legends. Okay, so it's, it's not by Living Legends, actually. It's by... Um, R.A. the Rugged Man. <laughs> Even weirder. Let me just double check here. YouTube, the weirdest place ever. You can't hear it, can you? Did you I hear that? Hear oh, I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything now. Okay, so it's not Living Legends, but it's still a fucking awesome song. It'll get you get your heart pumping. Nice. <laughs> I'll send it to you right now. Okay. Heck yeah. All right. Yeah. Sports looking at me sideways. I think he wants to geo. Oh yeah, you got to do that. Dang it, man! I I just still I really want to hang out with you guys and you too, Dennis. Like I I wish we could all just have a freaking beer together, but I guess we'll be able to have a beer together here soon. One of these days, yeah. If that if that's your thing, I don't. I know I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna have a couple beers for that for that class. Oh yeah, I drink beer now and again. Heck yeah, um, yeah. So Matt, we're gonna get uh, we're we're graduating here soon, so because we only have like two classes left, and then the last one we get our little we get a certificate that Mark's gonna send to us. Nice. I'm excited. I told Jasmine we need to do it up, and like I want to get it printed out and laminated and framed, hang it up somewhere. I'm excited. <laughs> cool. 
No, that's great, man. It's always good when you complete, you know, a tough thing. Like that's that makes you think it's it's a good thing. Heck yeah. You're just trying to spread the truth. You're not trying to like do anything nuts to anybody. So Right. <laughs> yeah, but then then it's like, well, I have to get a job so I can get a better computer, but uh so like the gas station down the road that's within walking distance uh they had like their one of their windows got busted out and then there's so there's a liquor store opening up right next door to there and like so we'll see how long they're open before they get robbed so it's like so it's like i need to go to work but it's, uh, without a car i have to work at these places that could potentially get robbed because i live in the ghetto so <laughs> uh, do I like potentially get robbed or do I how do I make money <laughs> it's just insane it's insane man this life is fucking nuts it really is what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, do the do the boxing ring bell again alright yeah that's awesome <laughs> So does that sound close up or far away? Like does no, that sound honestly, closer? honestly, in my phone, it sounds pretty close up. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Dang it, Bobby. I mean, the, those sound a little further, like the Hank Hill ones. That you can hear it, but it's kind of like it's kind of like dang it, Bobby. Like. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. It's yeah. well, the, the recording's just kind of quiet. Oh no, it's all good. It's just cool you have it. <laughs> Hell yeah! This one, all right. I, well, um, shoot, I for you got anything to say? No, I'm cool. Any, yeah, uh, I'm all good. Any closing notes? Oh, I got booked actually. I do want to mention I got booked for January 5th, so now I have January 5th and um April 19th. The show that motherfucking Matt motherfucking Bennett's gonna be in town for. I'm so excited! Hell so yeah. goddamn excited for that one. Sorry about all the <laughs> Shit has been an actum's, actum's dictum. Dude, it's going to literally feel like Skatopia. Like, because. Wait, I, is, well, sushi, is sushi playing? I wish. I, oh, I nice. do, I'm going to bring sushi to, uh, to the same venue this summer. So they'll be there on a separate show. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I definitely want to book sushi. I already told Nick I wanted to book them again, It'd be like the old days, because I brought them to South Bend before. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had them and Blues and Corduroys with uh, another a South Bend band. That was a great show. I actually cool. shared I just shared it on Facebook recently. Nice. Um, so, oh, oh, here's the show. Sorry, I'll do this little plug before we get out of here. So January 5th, January 5th at Michiana Education and Arts Club. It's going to be Punk Rock Night uh, featuring... The Foley's. I love the Foley's. I'm so excited to open up for them. And uh, the Foley's, myself, did it on Sarah. Uh, SITB from Chicago, actually. Um, wow. It says SITB is like John Lennon, Jonathan Davis, and Mr. Beast started a punk rock band. Okay. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh, and the distractions. Another. So we have, I'm from South Bend, and the distractions are also from South Bend. I fucking love the distractions. Oh, and uh, we also have Absentees playing. I don't think I said their name. Absentees. Yeah, I might come to that show too, man. That sounds decent. Dude, come on out, bro. I'll pick you up. Pick you up from the uh, South Shore. Oh yeah, I love I love that train. Yeah, that train is. 
I'm so glad I got to finally experience it. It's just so easy, though. Like, it, it's really – and from do, yes. in downtown Chicago, it, now I know which place to go, but it's not – it's not from, from the train that you take from the suburbs. It's not even that far, you know, of a walk to get to the South Shore station. Like, it's all good. So Yeah. I mean, I'm jealous, though, because I want to take a ride, but we can't really afford it right now. I know. Maybe, no, maybe. Nobody can afford shit. It's too nuts. <laughs> Hell yeah! Say, maybe if I uh, maybe if I get a job at one of these places that I could get robbed at, maybe we'll make a trip in uh, in April or something. Well, maybe you could at least make at least one paycheck before you get robbed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because if I get robbed, I'm probably gonna be like, "Fuck this job," you know. It's just that thing. It's like a demotivating thing. It's not the company's fault. It's not really. You know, it's not anybody's fault that a building gets robbed, but it's no, like, it's just assholes because because fucking <laughs> stealing stuff like you were saying earlier, theft is such a small slap on the wrist now. It, it's just right. I don't know. It's, yeah, and, pe- and people like people. Somebody just got shot in Elkhart, where the venue is, like a month ago. Uh, somebody else got shot here in in our town that we the immediate town we live in because Elkhart's like. 20, 30 minutes away. So somebody got shot around here. Two people died. Somebody died in Elkhart. It's like, man, it's just... Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's fucking good. Like, just going from shootings to happy holidays, that's fucking genius. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Welcome to... uh... That sounds like a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Peace out, audience. Hope you made it this far. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. It was fun hanging out with you again. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Keep doing doing the great work. Yeah, you as well. Heck yeah. Yep, yep. All right, guys. All right. You guys have a good night. Yep, yep. Bye. 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 Peace.